What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Opposites in a Nutshell. I'm Shay, and this week, Jasmine and I decided to get into the topic of traveling because, one, we both love to travel. We enjoy doing it. Um, I'm actually filming this from good old Greenville, South Carolina, because what better way to drop a travel episode than not be home? So <laughs> Jasmine and I, and I know this isn't a secret to anyone or new information, but we talk a lot. So this episode actually had a lot of extra footage that wasn't able to make it into the episode. So with that being said, we're actually going to be dropping a travel bonus episode. So be on the lookout for that. Until then, enjoy our regular episode starting now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Opposites in a Nutshell. I'm Shay. I'm Jasmine, and we are two best friends who are complete opposites. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) In all the ways. (laughs) So many ways. Yeah, but this is just our opportunity to sit here and invite you guys into the conversation. And um, today we're going to be talking about something pretty exciting. Uh, We both love to travel, so we're going to dive in and talk about um, some of our travel experiences, um, our favorite stories, our weirdest stories, um, and all the things. And we hope that, you know, as you've come to listen to this podcast, that you may be able to learn something new, um, leave encouraged, uh, maybe laugh with us. We laugh a lot. Well, I probably shouldn't say that just in case this happens to be like an episode that there's like no (laughs) laughter. It's like we laugh a lot and like no laughs. Um, But anyways, we enjoy having fun. So we wanted to bring you guys along and have fun with us. So I guess we can go ahead and jump right on into it. Cool. Let's get into it. Okay. So, um, yeah. So as Shay was saying, we both love to travel. And I, I think my love to travel started as a young child. Yeah. Uh, My parents traveled a lot mm-hmm. um, for you know for a middle class family yeah. I feel like they exposed us to a lot yeah um, I mean my both of my parents are from Texas and then at a young age I was like three or four we moved to Washington yeah so we went from the south yeah to the northwest mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and my family just always made a point to go somewhere yeah. So, like, I want to say maybe annually. We had, like, an annual family yeah. trip. So, in Washington, our annual family trip was up to Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then the next time, it was down to Oregon. So, we just always went places. And then when yeah. we moved back to Texas, we had our annual trips that were close to Texas. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, just different things like that. And I, I want to say that, that is where my love for traveling started. Because my parents yeah. made a point to take us places and make sure that we were immersed in whatever we were going to do or learn about. And they always yeah. tried to make it, you know, put a spin on it that it's fun, but we were also learning. Wherever we went, mm-hmm. we learned about the culture, had food, um, things like that. So, yes. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say mine is pretty similar. Um, my very first trip was when I was two weeks old. And the backstory to that is pretty funny. Um, my mom. Pretty much, you know, like everybody told her, hey, you just had a baby. You can't take the baby on a plane, germs, blah, blah, blah. My mom said, look, I had this baby. This is my baby. You can't tell me what to do. (laughs) I'm taking her. And that's how we went on our first trip um, to Botswana. And so um, and obviously that was when I was living in Zambia because I was born in Zambia. But um, so that was my very first trip. My very first flight was at two years old. Um, And. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe every year 
ever since like we've always gone somewhere like that's just been the thing um and so we would always have kind of like you would always have at least like an annual trip where we'd go out of the country um and yeah and just go experience a different country see how people live see the culture um and just go have fun because we are a fun family we enjoy having fun any opportunity to have fun we're there um so yeah so that was kind of our thing and that was like our family tradition of just every year typically it was around christmas so like for the longest time we never spent christmas at home and so it wasn't until we moved here that the first year we didn't spend christmas here the second year i don't think we spent christmas here then the third year was kind of when christmas at home started becoming like more of a thing mm -hmm. um so yeah that's kind of like a little bit of background on like my travel um you know stuff but um i have been so it's kind of the same thing as like what you were saying where our parents um my parents made an effort to like hey there's a world to be seen. Let's yes. go see it, you know? Yes. Um, and so we've been all over the place. There's some places that I don't remember because we traveled there when I was too young, but I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> right, right. Um, but yeah, and so that's pretty much like how our family has done it. Um, yeah, anyway, we can keep moving. We'll kind of dig into some of that stuff a little more. Did later you, so aside from traveling with your family, mm -hmm if we can go in kind of a chronological order. Okay. Did you travel with others other than your family? Like, for example, with, um, with your school? Um, did you travel with your church? Did you travel with other friends that yeah. went places? Um, I would say I never traveled with anyone until I was an adult. I don't remember taking any school trips. Now, maybe my parents might correct me. I don't know something or whatever. But um, I never traveled with anyone outside of my family until I was an adult. So my first trip without my family. Ooh, I actually don't remember what it was. Like, I don't remember if I had ever. Well, okay. College? Okay, wait. Yes, mm -hmm. college. College, so I did take school. a trip. It was no. College. In college, I did take a trip. I mean, in high school, we did, like, I feel like those don't count as travel. I mean, maybe Local? they do. Yeah, because, like, I remember... Um, in high school, my senior year, we took a trip to um, um, to Waco, which was like, or no, Waxahachie. Did we? I did. You and I didn't really do anything together in high school, remember? <laughs> oh my, wait a second. Did we? No. Um, my class and I, Interesting. Yes, we took a trip to Waco um, for, I don't remember what that, it was some club of some sort. Okay. I don't remember what they were called, but it was supposed to be like the future business people of America oh. type thing. It had a name. I just don't yeah. remember what it was called. Like DECA? Like DECA? You were in DECA? Uh, for a hot mm. minute. <laughs> we got to talk about DECA. I remember nothing That's about cool. it. I literally remember, I remember I was in it because we took a trip to Waco yeah. and we, I think we went to... Baylor I can't remember why we were there something maybe I literally don't remember anything about this trip except the restaurant that we ate at and they had some amazing coconut butter mm. and I was like coconut butter like this is not something I'm familiar with but okay mm -hmm. give me more like and that was your first time going that to that time. city and yep and with a school was it like a day trip it was no we spent the night because we got hotel rooms and they had to tape us in 
Do you know the taping thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to tape us in. I mean, yeah, because it's school. I mean, I'd never been taped in before, so I was like, "What is this nonsense?" They're talking about taping the doors, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "So that they can tell if you've left." Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, it's mandatory." Yeah, but anyway, so that was probably the first like non family non family trip that I took. Which I mean, Waco's like an hour, so like that wasn't like a huge deal for me. Um, but yeah, so that would have been the first one. And then outside of that in college, I took a trip to Washington state. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. For, it was like a campus pastor, like training type thing, because I was going to be one of the student leaders in the campus ministry as a part of, and it was like a requirement if you were going to be a student leader to go to that one week Mm -hmm. training thing. And it was a fun experience. So that was probably, those were the earliest memories I have of like going on a trip that was like outside of my family. Then granted, once I got older, like, man, it, it was a different ballgame. At this point, yeah. like, I'm going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like any opportunity I have to go to a city I've never been to, I'm on it. Any opportunity I have to go to a country I've never been to, I'm on it. Like, um, if the money comes, I'm there. Because <laughs> that's the part. I mean, you can plan all the trips you want, but if there's no money, you ain't going nowhere. So, yeah. Well. So that was a little bit of my. places when you don't have money. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay. Make the difference. I mean, so, okay, so I asked that because, um, yes, we talked about our families, you know, traveling with our families since we yeah. were young, since we were kids. Right. Um, but not only did my family travel a lot, but I traveled with other people a lot, even mm. as a young adolescent wow. into my teenage years. Yeah. And then even, at, even as a teenager, I traveled by myself. Wow. So, um, <clears throat> yes, when I was... Uh, I was pretty involved in a lot of my church. Yeah. Um, the things that my church could offer. Yeah. And uh, gosh, my first missions trip was out of town. Now, granted, it was three hours away, but it was yeah. out of town. And it was overnight. It was a one week overnight camp mm-hmm. away from my family. I was 12. Yeah. Um, the school that I went to, the elementary school that I went to also had a one week trip away from our parents hmm. and it was three hours away. Yeah. Um, Sky Ranch for any of y'all who are, <laughs> who know what I'm talking about. Sky Ranch was lit. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of Christian kids, if you grew up in Sky Ranch, sort of Pine Cove, you know, we, we did the things. Yeah. And again, that was another thing that just continued to fuel. Like when I go, yeah, either I'm with people that I'm like, at least know a little bit. Right. Um, you know, my leaders and things like that. And then we would, we would often meet more people. Yeah. So one that I probably have talked to you about a lot was when I went to kids across America, which is, yeah. um, a part of Canica camps. It is a, um, oof, I don't, mm. it is a faith based sports camp. Okay. Okay. It's a Christian faith based sports camp in golden Missouri changed my life. Yeah. Hands down. I would not be the woman that I am today at yeah. all had I not gone to that camp. And it was a week, 14 years old. I met my best friends there mm-hmm. met my husband there. Um, to this day, I still talk to people that I met at camp. Yeah. Now, again, y'all, I'm from Texas. Yeah. 14 years old, going to spend a week in Missouri. Yeah. And my church would bring a group in the camp would house it's called kids across america it would house kids from all over so there'd be a church group from chicago a church group from maryland a church group from louisiana and so when we get there we're just in this it's like the whole world opened up yeah and so we'll we'll probably talk about my world view a lot on this podcast because if it weren't for traveling i wouldn't have met people met people who are in different 
life circumstances and yeah. economic or social backgrounds and groups. And it just monumentally changed my life. And of course I was going for leadership purposes and mm-hmm. my, my Christian faith was um, strengthened at yeah. camp, but I, yeah, like I traveled a lot as and now my parents made sure that I was safe and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I went with groups that were reputable um, and, and safe. But when I look back at it now, like I was a, I was out there, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> 12 years old, 14 years old. Yeah. I was out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I went on college tours by myself, you know, when I was getting ready to, you know, figure out what college mm-hmm. I wanted to go to. So what? That's 11th grade. Yeah. Like 16 years old, 16 years old. I went on college tours. Wow. I went and I did sport, um, uh, summer sports programs. Um, like, uh, I remember one was... <clears throat> I think if they're like, you know, how the Dallas Mavericks has theirs, the Houston Rockets has theirs, the Golden Nuggets. They all have these camps that they put on. The Cowboys put on things yeah. like different sports teams. They put on things and I would go to those events. Oh, wow. And yeah, if, you know, if I got a scholarship or whatever, I would go. Yeah. Um, I went, I did those. I went, I did engineering camps. Like I just, whatever I could find. Yeah. And at this point at 16 year old, 16 years old, I was finding where I wanted to go. Yeah. And then telling my parents, hey, I think this is a great opportunity for me. And then, of course, they'd come out with $200 or something and put me on a plane and go. Yeah. Or I'd get a scholarship like, I I just want to go. Well, where is it? Oh, it's in California. Oh, it's in Virginia. Okay. Like, I mean, my parents, when I say they encouraged me to see the world. Yeah. They have always encouraged me to see the world. And it just, it funneled, like, in me. Mm -hmm. And then I'd try and bring a friend with me. Like, oh, well, can I bring my friend? And that's how some of my friends who didn't travel much started right. to travel. Because I'm like, well, well, can they come? Oh, you don't have any money? That's fine. I'll get you a scholarship. Yeah. But like, there's ways to go, right? Yeah. That sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say, like, if, you, if there's no money, you can't go. Like, no. I went so many places. Yeah. I think when you started talking about camps and stuff, I was like, actually, I did go to camps. I don't remember them. The one, the one trip I do remember was my brother and I, um, our parents uh, put us on a plane and it was just me and him. We flew to Kansas. My grandparents lived out there, or they live out there. Um, and so uh, they had invited us to a teen camp that they had at their church. And since my brother and I are so close in age, like it, typically things live that sort, we typically like ended up doing it together. Yeah. And back then, him and I were not friends at all. We did not like each other. And now they've sent us on this trip. And now we get there and we don't know anybody. So it's like we're forced to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And when we got back from that trip, I think that's when we really like became friends. And now like, mm. I mean, we're like super close. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, crazy. But um, yeah, so that's like a little bit of background on the travel stuff for yes. me. In in the early years of my college career, I considered doing like, you know, a student exchange Mm-hmm. program of some sort because i was like i just want to go live somewhere else mm-hmm. um even after college i was like i just want to go live somewhere mm-hmm. else i was did, uh, so initially my plan was after graduating college i was gonna going to um move away for six months <laughs> y'all <laughs> this is always a sore y'all. subject for jasmine when it comes to me moving away <laughs> y'all she's my she's one of my best friends <laughs> and when i tell you my biggest life event She's been like in a whole nother <laughs> continent. Every time she talks about l- going somewhere, I'm like, "Are you leaving me again?" Yeah. Like my heart, my heart gets broken. I mean, I'm happy for her. Like, yeah. I, like she was saying, like I usually try and 
you know, say like, positive about it. Supportive, yes, but supportive. she'll be like, but on the real. But my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole human baby come out of my body as she went here. I was like, no, you can't leave me again. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So I considered um, after college, I was like, it'd be cool to kind of move away for like six months. So I was going to spend a month in Thailand because at the time, one of my friends was, um, she was a teacher an English teacher in Thailand, you know, like those programs where they, yeah. you know, hired teachers from here. Um, but yeah, so she was an English teacher in Thailand and I was like, well, she lives out there and she's been inviting me to go out there so I can mm-hmm. go out there for a month if she's okay with it and spend a month in Thailand. And then I was going to spend two months in Peru because I was like, I should be able to pick up some sort of Spanish in my two months in being Peru, like in Peru. And I didn't really have a specific reason for picking Peru. I think one day I was just looking at flights and I was like, that seems to be like cheap enough. And I was like, I can do that. And I was like, okay, Peru it is. Um, And because I've never been to South America. So as of right now, I've been to every continent with the exception of Australia, um, South America, and Antarctica, but I have zero plans of going to Antarctica unless there was some weird, like, I don't know, experience that they were like, hey, come out to Antarctica for like this experience, then sure, why not? Let's go ahead and check it off. But outside of that, I have no plans whatsoever of going to Antarctica. I don't uh, think there's a lot of people that actually can go to Antarctica. Yeah, I've heard you can take a cruise so that you can like be, yeah. Uh, well, how long are you going to be on the boat to get all the way to Antarctica? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> I don't. And apart from that, I have, I mean, I have a whole thing with cruises, but uh, we can talk about that later. But, we will talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah. So with that being said, um, I was like Peru, you know, South America, that's perfect. I can check that off. And yeah. I would get to live there for a whole 60 days mm-hmm. um, and didn't have to worry about visa stuff because like it's within the visitors, you know, time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd, I'd done all the research. Like I knew where I was going to be going. I found a place where I was going to be staying. Um, I figured out what the, my transportation plan was going to be. I figured out um, where I was going to be volunteering and they were going to take care of my meals. I was only going to have to pay for like so many things. It, like I literally had it planned out. So a month in Thailand, two months in Peru, and then three months in South Africa because one of my friends lived in South Africa. That was a whole situation. I don't know um, whether this is before or after the relationships episode, but when we talk about the relationships episode, you hear a little bit about that story, just a snippet. But um, at the time, that's when the guy I was sort of in a situationship uh, with um, was living. And so um, I wasn't going there for the man. I had always wanted to, um, after visiting Cape Town, um, I was like, I love it so much. I could live here. And Mm -hmm. so he lived in Johannesburg, which is very far away from Cape Town. So it's not like a whole thing of like, oh, she's moving for a man. It wasn't, mm-hmm. that was not the case. But I did want to move to, um, jo- I mean, to Cape Town for about three months and then like come back. And so that would have been my six months away. And I was super excited about it. Um, and then life happened and that never happened. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, so here we are. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not mad about it. I'm totally happy with the way my life has played out. Um, um, it was going to be six months for sure. Initially I was like, yes, the first six months, but then after graduating, I was like, eh, that might not make the most, most sense. Uh-huh. And so held off on that plan for a little bit. It was mm-hmm. still in my head th- that whole year mm-hmm. until finally I got to a point where I was like, eh, it doesn't look like it's going to be happening. Yeah. And then at that point, you know, finally, you know, got a, got into my career and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. And it was like, now's not a good time. So this is what I remember. Y'all, she became my whole best friend at this moment. 
because I was living in a different city. Uh-huh. And uh, long story short, I, I moved back really quickly and kind of unexpectedly. I moved back to yeah. handle some things um, back where I live with my with my family and, and things like that. And at that time, I had I was going through the divorce and just had freshly had our youngest daughter. Yeah. And I really felt like she didn't go because I moved back to the city and I felt so good. I was like, this is awesome. She actually cares about me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was being supportive, but I was like, this is, she cares about me. <laughs> now, now, if I may, a little like in that time pr- frame, I was a bad friend because I had gotten into that relationship I told y'all about or that you will hear about. That was it was a relationship. It wasn't a situationship. It was a full on relationship, yeah. but it was a dangerous relationship. Yeah. It turned dangerous. And I had like stopped talking to Shay. I stopped talking to a lot of my friends. Yeah. And uh for like those few months um of that year of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this. I hope that you still get the opportunity to go and live in another place if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never lived in another country, but I've lived in another city, you know, yeah. from where I grew up. And um, then I went away for college. So that was another state. Mm-hmm. I think it can really, I think it can really help us on our worldview yeah. of people just give us a little bit of a change. We can learn something new that we bring back that can help us or help other people. Yeah. And while we're still young or even not, it's not even about age. Yeah. It's about stage. I, I still think you should do it. And I want to do it. Well, you forget I moved to Zambia for a whole two years. I know that's where I was born and everything, but it's a different experience because I never really grew up. Like I spent maybe six years of my life. Yeah. And it was like when I was really young. So I have very little memories of it. So it literally was like moving to a whole new place. But you were there with your people. Right. You were there with your parents, your yeah. family. Right. And you had s- still some friends. And you know what I mean? Like going to I Peru friends and South Africa is like all new. Right. So I still would encourage you to go somewhere completely new without your family if you want to. I don't know that at the stage I am in my life. I don't know that I would do that. It's crossed my mind, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I would actually like do it. Actually do it. Yeah. Would you would you say you wouldn't do it because you don't want to leave your family? You don't want to leave your your career? Your what? Why not? I feel like I'm supposed to stay put currently. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at in my life. I feel like I'm supposed to stay put. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm supposed to stay put. That's kind of where I'm at. Gotcha. Right now in my head. So now, oh, if God opens a door for that to happen, yeah, I'm on the first flight out. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it would be, I, so I travel a lot. Like, I, this is the funny thing. So this year, at the beginning of the year, I was like, you know, um, I know in 2020 we weren't supposed to be traveling, but I went to Mexico. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that didn't stop nothing. Uh, took a trip to Mexico with one of my friends. Um, Safely, though, right? You, you, yeah, I mean, we, at the time, it was like, so we took it. Labor Day, like the week of Labor Day weekend, that's when we went. And so, Labor Day 2020. Yes. And so, like, I mean, it had been a few months, you know, like cases had gone up, cases had gone, gone down. And it was kind of like everybody was still kind of at a place of like, we don't know, like, 
what we're supposed to be doing? Is it okay? Is it not? But I had, I knew enough people that had done it that I, I felt better about it. So I reached out to them like, hey, I saw recently you took a trip to Mexico. Like, how was that? You know, like, what was the experience? Uh, tips, you know, just kind of like reaching out to people I know that have done it to kind of get their feedback. Mm-hmm. And after talking to them, I felt good about it. And so um, my friend and I just decided we were like, all right, here's the plan. We are going to make sure from the time <laughs> we literally were like, we're making sure we have the N95 mask because from the moment we leave my house to the moment we get to our hotel room, we are not taking that mask off because it was 2020. Nobody knew anything. Right. So we I remember like, you know, the Uber came and pick us up. So it was 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. We put on those masks and those masks were uncomfortable. And so literally from my house to the airport um, to Mexico to the you know the transfer because it was like an hour away an hour and a half or something so the transfer all the way you know we get to the front desk um we get checked in we enter our rooms and that was the moment those masks came off and it was just like whew but it was worth it we're like we're here Mm -hmm. you know and we were the crazy people on the plane that we came with like you know the the clorox wipes and so we got on the plane, you know, masked up and everything. And we're like, Mm-mm, we don't know what kind of germs are here. Y'all are wiping my, everything yeah, down. I was like, here's yours. Here's mine. We're wiping down the chairs. I was like, this is probably the cleanest this plane has ever been. Yeah. And so we were wiping down the chairs, wiping down the armrests, the, the belts, literally anything that was within touching distance, we wiped down. And as soon as we finished wiping down, we tossed those, put on hand sanitizer because, yes, it's sanitizing whatever stuff, but I don't trust it. I now got the hand sanitizer and we're good to go. And so anyway, so I mean, like all that to say is I love traveling. So, you know, now in my adulthood, um, I, you know, we did Mexico in 2020, um, 20 prior to that, you know, started doing trips with friends. So like, um, took a trip to New York with some friends, um, which that was a spontaneous trip. That's probably the most spontaneous trip i've ever had where i woke up one day i don't remember what i was doing somehow some way i found out that one of my favorite artists from the uk was going to be in town Uh and i was like when am i ever going to get to see this guy unless i actually like fly to the uk so i was like you know what it's fine he's coming into new york we're going to new york and so at that point i was prepared to go by myself but like i sent out a blast to all my friends hey i'm taking a trip to new york in two weeks um who's in And, you know, typically when it comes to stuff like that, people are like, you know, they have to figure out work stuff. They have to save all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm going. I've already told my job I'm not going to be there. I didn't ask for it. I told I'm not going to be here. Right, right. And so J.P. Cooper's coming to town, so I will be in New York. Um, (laughs) And so that's how, you know, that trip happened. Um, And it was a fun trip. That was probably my first trip with friends. That was like outside of the state. Um. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, so we did New York and then like over the last few years, I've been going to more States because I feel like the majority of not, I feel like the majority of my travel has been internationally, but I haven't done a whole lot of travel in the U S. So now I've been trying to, you know, some of the cities that I, you know, been hearing about or whatever that are on my list, I've been tackling them and I've tackled quite a few of them this year, a lot more than I was expecting, which I'm not mad about Mm -hmm. at all. I was like this, I'm single. I don't have any kids. This is literally the perfect time this in my life to be able to do, do this. It. And yeah. so any opportunity, you know, like so far this year, we're um, ha- about halfway through the year. 
Um, I got a chance to go to Chicago. I had a chance to go to Nashville, which I and all of these places are places that I've been wanting to go to that I've never been. Yeah. Um, got a chance to go to Memphis. Um, got a chance to go to Atlanta. Um, you went to Atlanta? Well, I will be going to Atlanta, but by the time this airs, I would have gone to Atlanta. <laughs> Girl, you didn't know I'm going next week. Did I not tell you? We're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, now that I, I remember. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so gotten to do a lot of, like, more domestic travel. Um, still doing international travel. That's not going anywhere. We, yeah. uh, my family and I just got back from uh, a trip to the Dominican Republic, which I'd never been before, and it was awesome. It was such an amazing experience. Um, but, yeah, so, like, travel, I mean, it's, I feel like it's reached a point where it's in my blood. Like, travel is in my blood. Any opportunity I have to hop on a plane and go somewhere, mm -hmm. I'm down. Um, and so I would say some of my favorite travel stories, just to, um, there's two that stand out. So instead of doing, kind of like I mentioned, um, after graduating college, I had this whole plan of going away for six months. Yeah. When I came to a point where I was like, okay, that's not going to happen, I decided I was going to go, you know, um, at the time my dad was living in Zambia and so I was going to go visit my dad, going to go visit some friends that I'd made in Johannesburg, um, through, you know, the guy that I was talking to. Um, and then also, you know, got a chance to, you know, spend some time in Cape town. It was just, it was great. And so that was probably, that was my first solo trip, which I wasn't sure what to expect. I was very excited for it, but a lot of my friends were very nervous because they're like, you're going out of the country by yourself you're a woman and they're listing all these things and i'm like yes 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 people do it all the time mm -hmm. um but for me um prior to going on the, that trip i decided i was going to do a little bit of research because what wasn't going to happen i've seen taken i was not going to be taken that was not going to be me because liam neeson was not going to be coming i will no he was not coming anywhere so i was like <laughs> i'm going to do my research make sure i know which places to avoid yes which places Smart. are safe um, and then kind of go from there. And so um, that trip, on that trip, I flew on 10 different planes round trip. So the... Oh, wow. Yes, it was 10 planes because I was gone for, I think I was gone for three weeks. Um, yeah, I was gone for three weeks. So I left, so I flew from here to Houston, um, Houston to Germany, and I had like an all day layover in Germany. And so, which, by the way, this is a fun tip. Um, if ever you're booking a trip elsewhere, um, try and find a, a flight that has like um, a long layover because then you get to see whatever city you're in. Mm -hmm. um, and if you love it, you can plan a trip to go back out there. If you don't, hey, you got to see a new city. Um, How long was your layover in Germany? 10 hours or something like that. I don't remember. Like daytime hours. So yes. you, you, it's not an so, overnight, but no, you just spent it was, the day. I spent the entire day in Germany. Okay. Yeah. And so, and it was in Frankfurt. So... Um, which that's a funny story. So I, so, okay, first flights. So here to Houston, Houston to Germany, Germany to Johannesburg, spent some days in Johannesburg, Johannesburg to Zambia, spent about like a week and a half in Zambia, Zambia back to Johannesburg, uh, spent a day in Johannesburg, jo Johannesburg to Cape Town, Cape Town to Johannesburg, and then did that backwards now. So like Johannesburg, Germany, Germany, Houston, Houston to home. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, it was a lot of flights, but flights. it didn't feel like it. It wasn't until when I got home and I really thought about the trip and I was like, oh my gosh, I was on 10 different planes. I would have had major jet lag, 
major. It it wasn't it wasn't Ooh. anything different than like any other jet lag that I experience anytime I go elsewhere. Really? Yeah, because um so the Germany one, I don't remember what, what time my flight left here. I would say maybe like ten o'clock or two o'clock or something, like sometime during the day. Mm-hmm. Um and then by the time we got to Germany, if the time doesn't add up, y'all stop stop counting. Um <laughs> but when I got to Germany, I think I got there around like ten in the morning. And I was there from like 10 to 7 or something like that and just spent the day in Germany. And so like because I knew I had a limited amount of time, mm-hmm. I'd done some pre-research of like these are some things that I want to see while I'm there. Um, and I'm a planner. I love to plan. But when it comes to travel, I try to have a little bit of both. Like I will do research so I'm aware of like things that are there just in case there's anything. I, The thing I hate most is when I get home from a place I've never been to. Um, or like, yeah, like I've finally visited the place and I'm back and then I find out that there's this cool thing that I didn't even know about. And I'm like, I was just there. And so I try to make sure that doesn't happen to me. So I always do research. So I have an idea of like things that are around that I might want to do, but I don't really have like an itinerary of like on Monday, I'm going to do this on Tuesday. I'm going to do this. It's like, I kind of go with the flow. If I don't have anything to do, Oh, Hey, here's a list of things that I saw of things that are interesting. I'm going to do one of those. And so that's kind of how I do my travel. And it's always interesting when it comes to traveling with other people because not everyone travels like that. So if I'm traveling with people, I try to get to my destination a day ahead or stay a day later so that I have a day to myself to do the things that I want to do. That way, whoever planned the trip, I can be your best friend on this trip. We can do whatever you want to do. And I'm chilling because I've already done or will be doing the things that I do want to do. So that's good. Nice tip. Yeah. So anyways, but that was a fun trip. Um, but the I guess we were I know we we're going to kind of break it up of like, you know, some of like the best ones or whatever. I feel like this is a two in one. So it was an awesome trip because one, it was my first solo trip Two, I got to do a whole lot of different things. But Germany was such an interesting experience. And that was the part where it really felt like this is like me for real traveling by myself. Because in Johannesburg, I knew people in Cape Town, I knew people in Zambia, I knew people. And so even though I'm by myself, I still have people I can call if anything was to go down. Germany, that was not the case. So while I was in Germany, um, so I've arrived at the airport, I'd done research beforehand. Now I'm trying to buy my ticket. I'm at the kiosk, uh, my train ticket. I'm at the kiosk and I cannot find how to switch it into English you know like usually the kiosk might be like in their language and then like there's the flag so that you know like oh this is English it's the British flag I can click on that or the American flag or whatever I can click on that I couldn't find that so I'm like okay so now everything's in German I have no idea what it says um but I need to buy a train ticket to where I'm going and so I'm looking here everything's in German I'm like that place looks like that that kind of looks like something I've seen before like the name looks familiar maybe So I was like, cool, that's where we're getting a train to. So I click on that. My ticket comes out. As soon as the ticket comes out, I find the little button to switch to English. I'm like, it's too late now. So I hop on the train and I'm riding the train. Everything is in German. There's no English anywhere. And I'm just chilling on this train. And I see the name of the place that I bought a ticket to show up. And I'm like, well, we'll see. So as soon as it shows us like shows us like, hey, you're arriving. I look out and I was like, hey, those buildings look familiar. So that's how I got off the train. So now, you know, I'm in Frankfurt. I don't know if that's downtown or where I was, but I was somewhere in Frankfurt. Um, And I'm, you know, walking around. I'm like, do your best not to look like a tourist. You know, like they always tell you, like, when you're traveling internationally. I don't know if this is like a fear thing or what, but like they always say, like, don't ever say you're American. 
And so that's like, you know, rule number one. Anyway, I'm like, don't look like a tourist, blend in, whatever. So I'm like taking pictures, being all slick with it. Like, um, I'll take a picture kind of like I'm looking at my phone, but it's really like snap, 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 picture, picture. Um, And so at some point, I see this man walking towards me. Like, he looks like he's making a straight beeline for me. And I'm like, oh, God, what's happening? So he walks up to me and he goes, um, hey, um, are you visiting? Like a dummy. Yes, I'm visiting. Oh, cool. Where are you coming from? Texas. Oh, and he goes. Pew, pew. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yep. That's where I'm coming oh, from. <laughs> and he goes, uh, what's your name? And I'm like, Shay. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, what's your name? He's like, Luca. And I was like, oh, okay, nice to meet you, Luca. Having a whole conversation with a stranger, which typically <laughs> I will we'll wrap up. We'll come back to that. We'll circle back. But, like, literally, he's like, Luca. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So we have this whole conversation. And in the back of my mind, because I tend to think worst case scenario, I'm like, this is literally how it happened in Taken. It started off with they made a friend, some man that was like, come to a party. Mm-hmm. And they got taken. And I was like, Luca, you will not get me. Yeah. And so, <laughs> anyway, so he walks up, you know, we have this whole conversation. And now for the next 10 minutes, I am so paranoid. Like, so paranoid. The whole time I'm walking, I have my phone out pretending like I'm taking selfies, but I'm really checking behind me to see if Luca's following me. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I don't see him anywhere. Um, and then I was like, maybe he's told his friends like around the corner, like, hey, she's heading your way. So now literally for the next 10 minutes until I was like, actually, everything's cool. I'm safe. Then I was fine. I was like, poor Luca. He didn't, he was just being friendly. And I'm out here like I've seen taken. Um, and so anyway, so that was like, you know, the beginning part of my Germany trip, which was fun. Um, the crazy part was on my way back. So this was on my way to, you know, Africa on mm-hmm. my way back. I didn't have a long lay. I did have a little bit of a layover, but it wasn't a long one to be able to go into town. Um, and so I had a package that my friend had given me that was like, you know, a parting gift. Um, and I put it in my carry on. Now, the gift is not something that you can take on a plane um, just for the sake of it not sounding super suspicious. It was a hot water bottle, which is like. Um, I don't know if we have them here, but I don't think they're very common. But anyways, it was hot water bottle and um, I put it in my bag. So because it's a liquid, they let me take it on the plane in South Africa. When I got to Germany, they were like, ma'am, you can't take that on. So now I have like these three officers that are trying to I'm I can be a little slow sometimes. They're trying to tell me, hey, like, do you have a pain like in your neck um, that you need the hot water bottle for? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, no, no, like your neck, like you need it for medical reasons. And I'm like, no, 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 it's not for medical reasons. And they're like, ma'am, you're going to have to throw it away. <laughs> they tried. They tried. They tried and it so wasn't hard. Until I got home that I was like, wow, Shay, like that's so <laughs> dumb. Um, and so they told me I was going to have to throw it away. And I was like, but it was a gift. And they were like, you can't take it on the plane. They were like, if you want, you can mail it home most expensive gift I've ever brought because I had to pay for it. So I, you know, was took it to get it mailed. Now, the thing is, I ran into a guy that worked at the airport. This was a super sketchy part, the part that I was being very dumb. Everything I ever learned, out the window. Um, so this man was like, taken oh. Taken two, you mean. <laughs> yes, this was about to, no, taken three. Taken three. It was going to be a whole taken three. Um, with this random black girl, and, and Liam Neeson was going to have to come get me. Um, but... 
we're he took me so there was a hotel at the airport and he was like hey um there's a i know somebody at the airport that you know like at the airport hotel that can help you um and she can mail it for you super sketchy he's like there's a lady in room whatever um she's she's an old lady you know i can just tell her you're her niece or her granddaughter or something and they can mail it for you and i'm just kind of like i'm so lost by what's happening but sure let's go ahead so now he's um he's trying to you know help me out he hooks me up with free Starbucks at the hotel, and he's like, do you want a tour of the hotel? I was like, I mean, we're just sitting here. Sure, why not? Why in the world would I go on a tour in a hotel with a man that I do not know in a foreign country that I know nobody? And this whole time, I've been super careful. Anyway, so this man takes me around the hotel. Like, he gives me a whole tour. Super sweet guy. Super sweet. But he takes me around the hotel. Um, he shows me, like, this super, like, you know, private club or whatever where, like, the rich people go to, like, hang out. Um... He was like, you want to go? And I was like, ah, it's not necessary. And then we walked down one of the floors and there was a room that was open and he knows like all the staff that worked there. So the girl was asking if we wanted like, you know, liquor from the thing. So he's like, come on in. I entered the hotel room. What was that thing? It literally was the blood of Jesus over my life that I made it out of that whole situation because it was all dumb, 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 dumb. And the man was just genuinely nice. Um so yeah that was my as far as we know he was just genuinely nice yeah as far as we know he gave me his number and told me to hit him up the next time in, i'm in germany because he may he, have just realized because uh, he likes to have fun <laughs> he may have just realized how much trouble he would have gotten into or something like any i don't know maybe who knows it doesn't matter the the cameras why. the cameras all that matters is i made it out because literally like amen he made it out super sketchy that like that stuff that you hear like sex trafficking rings like people get taken all the time yeah in yeah. situations like that of yeah. like not being wise um but yeah i made it out yeah yeah i mean it that's 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 very true we we do have to be safe and careful when we're traveling for any reason yeah any reason in, sure. in any place mm-hmm. even in the united states yep because we are having a really big problem i <laughs> i was um i can't remember if i was i was volunteering with a company that saves women of tra- um, human trafficking. Yeah. And that's when I learned, I mean, it could happen anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. I mean, you can be living in a suburban area. You could be on a trip. You can be on a trip with your family and friends. Yeah. It recently happened with a girl at the Dallas Mavericks game, from what I understand. I didn't hear the story, but somebody mentioned it. It's just, it's so sad that it's everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes it's people that you know. Yeah. Friend of a friend. I mean, yeah, we could probably have a whole conversation, but there are, so there are organizations that will help if you're in a situation that is dangerous. There are people that you can reach out to and just, if you are traveling anywhere, just be aware of your surroundings and not giving out too much information. Like Shay. I mean, but I can't throw any shade on it because I travel a lot by myself. Yeah. I mean, this was, like you said, your first and your one time that you've traveled alone and, and, in that capacity and did those types of things but yeah i do that on the on a like a constant like every year i'm going somewhere by myself meeting people that i don't know and going into their houses and eating bread you know breaking bread yes. with them. so <laughs> i can't throw any shade okay no stones to throw right here because this is this is actually how i function yeah that's funny <laughs> but at least that's local i know it doesn't really make a difference if you're in a situation but i don't know there's for me there's a little bit of comfort knowing that it's like domestic as what opposed to being like in another country. Oh, I've done it in other countries too. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm remembering. Don't be like us. <laughs> Don't be like us. Be wiser than us. 
<laughs> so much smarter than Use us. Use your brain and your logic and be smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you live and you learn, though. Yeah. And, you know, you had your experiences. So yeah. you would say that that trip was one of your most favorite best trips. It's a good and trip story. It's a good trip story. And yeah. you had some aspects of it that were a little challenging. Yeah. Different. So. A little moments where I could have been smarter. Yeah. Yes. I, um, so <laughs> it was really hard for me to think of one of my best travel stories, but, um, I like to cruise. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go that note because you know, I've, I've been a lot of places, but I like to cruise. And the very first cruise that I went on, yeah, I was a little nervous. I'll be honest because I can't swim and you know, and I've seen Titanic. So I was a little nervous. I was like, Man, this boat goes down. It's over for me. Me and the fishes, right? <laughs> um, but cruising is so safe. Yeah. Boats don't sink. Yeah. Boats don't sink. And people don't accidentally go overboard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one of my supervisors kept on um, raving about cruises. And I was like, okay, we'll give it a try. The first cruise that I went on was out of New York to Canada. Yeah. It was me and my husband at the time. We got a cheap or relatively cheap uh, room maybe like $300 a person. Not bad. And so, and we were 21, 22, something like that. Right. We were young and I want to say we, we did it for our anniversary trip. Mm -hmm. So they spoiled us. They gave us extra rose petals. And um, at our dinner, they brought us a cake that said happy anniversary and you know, little things like that. And when I say it just gave me so much peace of mind because other times that I travel, I'm like, okay, well, where are we going to eat? How much does that cost? Um, how are we going to get there? Are we going to rent a car? Yeah. Can we rent a car? Cause we're under the age of 25. Like right. all the things that you have to like draw out when taking a trip somewhere. Yeah. But when you take a cruise, you just get on a boat. Everything's on the boat. Yeah. So it blew my mind. It was amazing. When I tell you everything that I did on that boat blew my mind. There was a fitness center. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I like to work out. So I went to the fitness center. The food was like buffet, everything, mm-hmm. you know, for breakfast and lunch. You go like, you know, like yeah. in a hotel, right? You f- try yeah. and find a hotel that has complimentary breakfast. We had complimentary breakfast. You just yeah. walk out of your room, go get the food for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. Um, entertainment. So on the cruise, there is a comedy show, a game night. So any type of entertainment that you can find on land that yeah. you're going to go drive to. Oh, let's drive there and oh, turn yeah. this way and follow the GPS. No. Yeah. Walk out of your room, you go to the comedy show. It show up at seven o'clock and you're there. You yeah. walk out of your room and you go to Family Feud on the cruise ship, and you get to be immersed and you yeah. get to do the activities. Did that every single night. Yeah. Um, of course, there's two pools, a water slide, a tennis court, um, all the things that I would want to do on vacation. Sit yeah. and lounge in the pool chair on in the hammocks, like looking out into the ocean. Yeah. At night, all you could see was stars. And darkness. Yeah. I, j- I mean, I prayed a lot on that cruise. I was like, God, I've never been so immersed in your, in your creation. Like mm-hmm. I am on this cruise boat. It was, oof, it was amazing. Yeah. It really was just stars, right? Just stars. Yeah. I don't, I live like we, like we talked about, I live in Texas and I live in a pretty big city. Lights are always on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in Las Vegas where city never sleeps. Right. But, it's pretty darn close. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't see stars often. So that was relaxing. Uh, we met people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we met or we, we had several conversations with the crew, right? So yeah. uh, they would come to our room and make up our bed and uh, we'd have a conversation with them um, and learn where they're from. Hey, I'm from, uh, I'm from Thailand and I've been on this boat for six months. Wow. I miss my family. Yeah. You know, things like that. And we'd sit and have a prayer with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we were super spiritual at Bumpus Cruise. Uh, <laughs> we met, when we went to dinner, when we went to the formal dinner, we met other couples that mm-hmm. were on, either on an anniversary or um, celebrating a birthday or whatever. Yeah. And I still talk to them to this day. Yeah. We're Facebook friends. They live in New York. I live in Texas, but we went on the same cruise together. Yeah. Um, the cruise was up to Canada. So that was another time that I went to Canada, which was really nice. We mm-hmm. got, when you take a cruise, you can get off. You can choose to stay on the boat, but, or you can get off. Yeah. Didn't need a passport or anything, so we, we got off, and we toured for the whole day in Canada. Oh, wow. And uh, went and ate at a, like a local Canadian pub. Um, I think we did the visitor center where they took us on a real tour and gave mm-hmm. us the history of um, when ships would dock and bring in supplies yeah. and d- different things like that. And um, Yeah, absolutely the very the best experience that I've had on a trip was on a cruise ship hmm. and oh yeah just and now i'm almost like why would i why would i when i want to travel why would i not get on a cruise because it's all there it's just so easy yeah maybe it's lazy traveling you get on and everything is there yeah everything um i remember in 2017 2018 um uh, my my therapist at the time therapy is very important for several different reasons but my therapist at the time was like well think of your happy place mm-hmm. i have two happy places the camp where i grew up um and on the cruise ship but at the time what really helped me was thinking about being on that hammock looking up into the stars yeah to help me like ground because that seriously is my happy place yeah um and i don't think that there's any like negative that came out of that um i conquered my fears of being on a boat yeah uh um yeah I mean, I did all the things. There was, there was a casino on the boat. You can mm-hmm. go shopping on the boat. Yeah, all of it. So, um, yeah, that would be my best, my best mm-hmm. trip. Uh, so transitioning kind of how you shared a little bit about one of your trips that didn't go completely as planned. Um, another trip that I took was to the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. It was not on a cruise. It was, I did go to a resort. And the only reason why it did, it wasn't, I would classify it as not a great trip. Mm-hmm. I didn't relax. So it was supposed to be a vacation. Yeah. Single mom, two kids, working full time. Yeah. A few different side hustles, volunteering. Like I'm busy. Yeah. I'm busy. And I needed to relax. I wanted to relax. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of get away from the world. I love the Dominican Republic. It's a beautiful place. With yeah. Beautiful people. But this particular trip, I did not relax. Yeah. I... Um, <laughs> I don't speak Spanish fluently and the, the language in Dominican Republic, um, for those who don't know, is Spanish and, but I know enough Spanish to conversate and I try to, like, I love the language. I just yeah. don't know a whole lot. Yeah. So <laughs> if any of y'all know what it's like to try and translate in your head and then speak, I was doing that the whole five days I was trying to translate. I was. Right, and this is in the pandemic. We're wearing masks. I'm trying to like, yeah. can you say that again? I didn't really hear you. Can you say it But slower? this was off the resort, right? This was off the resort. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't stay on the resort too, too long. 
So, um, and then there were times where we just, we got off the resort and things, things don't happen the way things happen here. Mm-hmm. Right? You're in traffic here, you know, take a back row, blah, blah, blah. Over there? Uh-uh. Nope. Everybody in traffic. Yeah. Um, you go to a restaurant and you order food. There is no fast food. There is no fast food in Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Everything is, we'll cook it when you order it. Yeah. Matter of fact, we'll cook it when you order it and you pay us. Yeah. We'll wait 15 minutes. We'll yeah. go to the store and get the ingredients because we don't have that on hand. And then we cook it. So when I was hungry, then I turned hangry. Oh, God. I'm like, I'm on vacation. I'm supposed to just have what I want when I want it. Like on the cruise ship, just give me my food, right? So um, that would have happened at the resort. <laughs> So when we talk about traveling, right, we got to be immersed in the culture. The resort just, there's no immersion. It was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, yeah. So although I really love the Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. that, I don't, that was, I was tired. Yeah. I was tired. I did not relax. I don't think I even went to the beach. I love the beach. That entire week, I don't think I went to the beach. Wow. Yeah. Dang. I was, and <laughs> I had made friends, right, from the first time mm-hmm. that I went to the Dominican Republic. So I had made friends with locals, and they were like, well, come here, and I want to take you over here and meet my friends and my family. And so instead of me, like, chilling and relaxing, I was going here yeah. and going there. And then, so. You really took a trip to, that's kind of like when we go to Zambia. It's like we go home and we're seeing everybody. Everybody. Yes. And that was basically your trip. Yeah. The second time around. And it was like places that we didn't go the first time right. we were in. We're like, oh, we would love to go here. But we we didn't plan it out all the way and just. Yeah. Yeah. We were still trying to go. And then we get there and we're like, oh, this is not what we expected. Y'all had this hype of this is how amazing yeah. this place would be. And it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. The way you feel about cruises is how I feel about all-inclusive resorts. Which is why it's always funny to me. This would be another... Well, I guess on that front, we do have that in common. If we both like... The things that both of them offer, in my opinion, are similar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Very much. So, we have that in common. Yeah. So, I feel like if... Because I don't think you and I have ever taken a trip together. So, if ever we did... I mean, I, I would I would do an all-inclusive resort. Yes. That's what you like. Yes. But I feel like, the, here's my thought with that. I feel like if we're to do an all-inclusive resort, I would be so happy about it. Mm-hmm. You'd be happy too, but you'd be ready to go see the city. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy doing that, but I just need a few hours. Like, I don't need, like, so, like, when we went to the Dominican Republic, um, one of the days we left the resort for... A couple of hours or something just to go see like one of the cities that's like nearby yeah and so obviously we didn't do a whole lot obviously because we weren't out there for that long yeah so but i know the, with the way you travel that's where you really like you thrive and that's like what you really enjoy is like getting to see the local you know how the locals do things mm-hmm. um and that type of thing mm-hmm. i'm the same way if that's what the trip was for if yeah. it's an all-inclusive i have gone there to be at the resort and stay in the pool. I don't even need to be at the beach. Just leave me in the pool and mm-hmm. keep tipping the people so they keep coming back with my drinks. Like, then we're good. And then even better when they bring the food to you in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. And so, like, when I, like, if I plan a trip to go to an all-inclusive, that's what I have in mind. Yeah. 
Um, now the cruise, you and so many other people in my life have been trying for many years to get me to go on a cruise. I think you've reached a point where you've just accepted it's probably I'll not going to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm straight up giving there's up. Still, there's still <laughs> friends out here that are still trying. In fact, I got an invitation, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, yeah. saying, hey, Shay, so we're thinking of going on a cruise. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not available. And then we're like, okay, but it's like all of us. Would you be like, and I'm like, I would have to think about it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I haven't been on a cruise before. And when people like try to convince me, to go on a cruise and tell me all the reasons why it's great. I'm like, this sounds just like an all-inclusive, so why don't we just go to an all-inclusive yeah. resort? Yeah. And then on top of that, with an all-inclusive resort, you're on land. So if the day that they're docking, you know, I decide I don't really, like, today's not the day, like, I, maybe another day or something. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, like, I can do that at the resort whenever I want to. Yeah. Granted, it's only the one location that we're at. While as I'm assuming, like, when you dock, it's, like, different... Right. So, well, some cruises, some cruises, for example, if you're going to the islands, yes, yeah. you can go to several islands because the boat can dock in several places. Yeah. So there, there is that benefit. But yeah, I mean, having been to both the resort and on a cruise, they are both very similar. Yeah. Um, Especially if you get a good resort that has like good entertainment and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I just really trying to think about it now i i and this is me trying to be completely honest okay i think cruises offer more opportunities uh for entertainment mm-hmm. and more culture opportunities culture in terms of uh like if you go to uh, we'll use dominican republic for okay. example your all the entertainment is done by the locals who live in Dominican Republic. Right. They are native Dominican Republic. Uh, okay. Um, Dominicanas. Mm-hmm. If you're on a cruise, the entertainment is done by someone and they're doing uh, something that's f- local for them. So the Taiwanese will do their show. Gotcha. And then the, um, the, the people from Zimbabwe will do their show. So you get yeah. immersed in several cultures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a, a little bit different of entertainment, I would say. And... And and that's just I mean that's that's just in my opinion. Yeah. You get you you get offered a little bit more in my opinion. Yeah. And I guess depending on where you go. And I, you know, yeah, I say depending on where you go. That makes sense. Yeah. So. Alrighty, I think this is a good stopping point for today. Um be sure to catch our bonus episode which will have the remainder of this conversation which includes some tips, tricks for how to get deals on travel things and how to travel smarter <laughs> and wiser. But until then, um, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Opposites in a Nutshell everywhere. Um, you can listen to us on all the major streaming platforms. And of course, you can always catch us here on YouTube. Until next time, have a good one. Bye.